Good morning, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. We are in Genesis chapter 16 today, and we will be reading verses 7 through 16. I'm actually going to jump right in and start reading. And I have to tell you guys that this section of scripture is really interesting to me because it actually has one of my most favorite names for God in it, El Roe, which is what I chose to name this podcast episode. And we'll find out what El Roe means here in a minute. But go ahead and turn to your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 16, and let's start reading verses 7 through 16. I'll read out of the NLT version this morning just because I like the way it words it slightly better than the WEB. So I'm actually going to start reading in verse 6, the end of verse 6, just to give a little bit more context here. And if you didn't listen to Monday's podcast episode, make sure to go back and do that now before you listen to this episode, mainly because you will have difficulty following along if you're not quite sure what's happening. So definitely go back and listen to Monday's and then go ahead and listen to today's episode. But I'm going to start reading at the end of verse 6. Then Sarai treated Hagar so harshly that she finally ran away. The angel of the Lord found Hagar beside a spring of water in the wilderness, along the road to Shur. The angel said to her, Hagar, Sarai's servant, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress Sarai, she replied. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her authority. Then he added, I will give you more descendants than you can count. Then the angel also said, You are now pregnant and will give birth to a son. You are to name him Ishmael, which means God hears, for the Lord has heard your cry of distress. This son of yours will be a wild man, as untamed as a wild donkey. He will raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will be against him. Yes, he will live in open hostility against all his relatives. Therefore, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who had spoken to her. She said, you are the God who sees me. She also said, have I truly seen the one who sees me? So that well was named Ber Lahai Roi, which means the well of the living one who sees me. It can still be found between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar gave Abram a son, and Abram named him Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. So just a quick recap here. Sarai gives Hagar to Abram to be his wife, his second wife. And she did that mainly because she wanted Abram to be able to have a son because God had promised a son to Abram. And Sarai, who was Abram's wife, was unable to bear children. And she was also getting very old. Her childbearing days were probably finished. So in order to help Abram accomplish his purpose, she did something that she should never have done. And she offered her maidservant, Hagar, to Abram as his second wife. It says here in verse, let's see here, verse 3, that she gave Hagar to Abram as a wife. It says that directly in verse 3. And that was something that was extremely 
misguided. It was something Sarai never should have done and also something Abram should never have agreed to. They both should have talked to God about this first before Hagar got involved. And I personally believe that Hagar had really nothing to do with this. She was a servant. She was a slave. She had very little to do with this. She just did what she was told. And once she found out she was pregnant, she found Sarai, Abram's wife, to be insignificant. So she thought that she was better than Abram's wife because she was the one who was able to have children, whereas Sarai was not. So Sarai gets really angry and she goes to Abram and she says, you have done this to me. You have caused this to happen. And she says, the Lord will show you who's wrong, you or me. He, she says that directly to Abram and Abram gets mad at her. And, she, and he says, you know what? Do whatever you want. It's your problem. He says, your servant is your servant. It's your problem. Deal with her however you want. And so Sarai ends up treating Hagar very harshly and she ends up running away because of how Hagar had treated Sarai in the beginning. So it says here in verse 7 that the angel of the Lord finds Hagar beside a spring of water in the wilderness. And I want you to notice something very interesting that he says here in verse 7. So in verse 3, it says that Sarai gave Hagar to Abram as a second wife. But when the angel of the Lord talks to Hagar, he calls her Sarai's servant. Hagar, Sarai's servant, where have you come from and where are you going? He does not say, Hagar, Abram's second wife. He doesn't say that to her. He says, Sarai's servant. So that means that the angel of the Lord, who I believe is Jesus, and I will explain that in a second, the angel of the Lord or God never acknowledged Hagar to be one of Abram's wives. It was Sarai from the beginning as it should have been. It should have been Sarai from the very beginning. Hagar should never have gotten involved in this family drama because that's really what it is. It's family drama. Hagar was just a servant and she did what she was told. God comes to her, an insignificant slave, a woman at the time who would have been culturally considered lower than men. And God comes to her and he says, return to your mistress and submit to her authority. Then he says, you are pregnant and you are going to give birth to a son and you are to call him Ishmael, which means God hears. For the Lord has heard your cry of distress. And this is why I personally think that the angel of the Lord here is referring to the Son of God. Because after this, it says in verse 13, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord. She says, you are the God who sees me. And the Hebrew for that is El Roi. You are the God who sees me. And she also says, have I truly seen the one who sees me. And that is why I believe that this angel of the Lord is the son of God. Because she calls him God. She calls him, you are the God who sees me. Have I truly seen the one who sees me? So she is calling that angel of the Lord her God. And I think other versions of the Bible actually say, Have I truly seen the one who sees me and yet lived? 
So she is acknowledging that this angel of the Lord is powerful and that he is so powerful that he has come to her. She, she's showing her insignificance here in this portion. She's saying, I am a slave and yet I have seen the one who sees me and yet I still live. She is showing her appreciation to God and her admiration for him as well because he has come to her an insignificant woman, an insignificant slave, and has given her a prophetic word saying that she is going to be the mother of many, many descendants. And I, I truly think that that is just so beautiful. And that's why I love the name El Roi. And that's why I call God El Roi. He's my El Roi. He's the one who sees me. He sees women like myself. And I, I think that is just such a beautiful name for God because he sees us on an individual level. He saw Hagar on an individual level. Not only does he say, Ishmael, God hears, but he is also seeing her. He sees her and he hears her on an individual level. Because it says here in verse 11, For the Lord has heard your cry of distress. So then after all that, Hagar ends up returning to Abram and Sarai because the angel of the Lord had told her, return to your mistress and submit under her authority because that was what she was supposed to do from the beginning. She was not supposed to raise herself up and act as Abram's second wife. She was never supposed to be Abram's second wife. She was meant to be a servant, to be Sarai's servant. So he says to her, submit to Sarai's authority. So he sticks up for Sarai as well in this also. And then he tells Hagar as well that she is going to have a son named Ishmael, which means God hears. We already covered that. But this son is going to be a wild man, as untamed as a wild donkey and he is going to raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will raise their fist against him. So then in verse 15, Hagar returns to Abram and Sarai, and she gives Abram a son named Ishmael. And it says in verse 16, to end this chapter, Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. And I think they're showing here that he was old. They're trying to say Abram was old when this happened. So this was the end of Genesis chapter 16. And like I said, my most favorite name of the of the Lord here is is written here in Genesis chapter 16. I just love that name, El Roi, the God who sees me. And I hope that you guys uh, gained something from this today and that you are blessed. I want to let everybody know that I finally have some brand new designs in the P40 Ministries t-shirt store. So go ahead and go to www.p40ministries.com slash shop and take a look at the brand new Christmas designs I have out. I am super excited about them. So if you want to support P40 Ministries and everything that we do, go ahead and purchase yourself a t-shirt as a gift for yourself or for anybody else this Christmas season. Of course, Christmas is a month away, but I'm advertising early. So um, make sure to grab those t-shirts of yours and wear that P40 Ministry logo proudly. Like I say at the end of every podcast episode, happy listening and God bless.